Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo, and I'm so happy to share a recent Positive Change Podcast Award winner with you, Melissa Crook, host of the Feel Podcast, Finding Empowerment, Embracing Layers. This podcast helps women at any age prioritize self-care without feeling guilty or selfish. Lots to know here, lots to find out, and I look forward to sharing Melissa and her podcast. So welcome to the network, Melissa. Thank you so much, Pat. I'm so happy to be here. So honored to be featured with all of these other podcasters doing such incredible work. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yes, congratulations. I'm so happy that you entered. Your topic is obviously so important to the world. So want to delve into all of that today. But before we do, maybe just give us a little peek into your background so we have a feel for who you are as the host. Absolutely. Um, I'm 53 years old, a woman. Um, I currently live in West Texas, but have lived all over the country. Um, my husband's work um, has moved us all over, and I've always had work that's kind of allowed me to move with that. So it's been nice that way. Um, about four years ago, close to four years ago this fall, um, I had a series of events happen as we moved here with the, with my health. I thought it was my physical health. When it turned out, it was actually... Um, a lot of things going on with my emotional health that I had not dealt with that was affecting my mental and physical health. And so I got back into therapy um, for my third go-round. Um, and the thing about therapy is you got to be willing to go there in therapy <laughs> to actually get anywhere. Um, and I find I found that finally at, at, at being at age 50 at that point, I was finally ready to really dive in. My kids were out of the house. I have three daughters. They were all in their 20s. They had were doing various things, some in college, some just getting out. But I had the space and time, I think, that I felt like I could really dive in. And I think that was that was both an epiphany but also a lesson in that I think so many times women put things off for themselves when they'll have time later or when they're done taking care of everybody else. And that is just not the way to go about it. And that is what I learned as I started peeling back the layers of my journey. I'm like... I've just stuffed all of these things all of these years and put everything else on the forefront. And I thought I was taking care of myself. I mean, I had been an avid runner throughout my life. So I was physically getting out and that probably helped me in a lot of ways. I still think I was releasing a lot of things, but in terms of really walking through emotions and allowing things to process, I didn't. I just went like, I was like, Oh, not today. Um, what needs to be dealt with today? Push that and not really realize that it's going to come back to bite me later if I don't mm-hmm. if I don't deal with that if I don't prioritize that if I don't take time for mindfulness and awareness to be really to even know how I'm feeling um, about anything other than my to-do list and so in March of 2021 my husband and I were doing a dream wall via a Brene Brown book that he was working through and it got to like this question of what do you want? What are your dreams? And I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't even know beyond taking care of my family. And, and that started when I was very young in my home. And I had a lot of really, um, relationships that were very, um, just not based in healthy boundaries, healthy understanding, healthy expectations. 
And that was like, wait a minute. Okay. So I started peeling all that back and realized I am not the only one doing this. I have female friends, women friends, friends from all kinds of backgrounds um, doing this all over the country. And we need to start having conversations about this. And I like to talk to people and I'm comfortable talking to people. So maybe a podcast is a way I can get the word out there. And so um, that's kind of where the whole idea kind of breathed from. I was working with a gal at the time who I was mentoring and she had some podcast producing background via her college major. And then my middle daughter's um, college roommate was looking for some marketing and promotions and social media experience. So they both signed on to help me get this launch, you know, this thing and get social media set up and a website and edit and produce the content and figure out where we should even launch from. Told me what microphone to buy. <laughs> um, get a pop filter and, and off we went. And I just started reaching out to women of all ages that I knew throughout the country to see if they'd be willing to have these conversations with me. And we established eight talking points that I had found through my experience to be the questions that we needed to be asking ourselves and that I had started asking myself that, and, and, and we just started and women, I got to, I, I had no idea what I was going to get. It was just, and I got this response of women just like, yeah, I'm willing to have this conversation with you. I've never done it before, but we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where we went. And it'll be our two year anniversary in July. And we're really starting to kind of find our people and getting, starting to get some really good feedback, but just really like getting people to talk about what are healthy boundaries? How are emotional health and physical health connected? What has this done to me? Have I dealt with this? You know, what am I doing for my self care? Um, and how do I identify who I am? What are my character traits? I mean, one of the things we do on the podcast is we open up with, um, how would you describe yourself via your character traits? And people really have to stop and think about this. We're so attuned to describing ourselves by what we do and the, and the uh, labels that we have. And that's part of our lives, but who are we as people? And how does that inspire what we are engaged with? And is that, are those in alignment with each other? And so just getting into that, uh, talking about living out of our own expectations and the connection of mental and emotional and physical health and, and living unapologetically, um, women say sorry for everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why do we do that? And talking about how the culture has affected these norms, quote unquote, that have been established and expectations and what we can do and to de, you know, take that apart and disrupt that and make sure we're living a life that is aligned with who we were made to be and what, what we care about and what we dream about. That's what I love about your podcast. It's real. It's conversations. It's not a strict Q&A. It's just real people talking. And to me, that's the best. It resonates with everyone. I mean, you don't have to have had a horrible or a traumatic life leading up to where you are today to be able to take a step back and, and still answer those questions. Who am I and what describes me and what do I like? I think we can all relate to that, not only as women, as as men as well. Absolutely. And that was kind of my point is I know a lot of women and not that we don't, you know, I'm getting more, not even established, I'm getting more people reaching out, wanting to be part of it, saying, you know, I have something to offer. And and all of them have something to offer, but I've kind of run them through. These are the talking points we use. This is how I introduce yourself. 
what you do will come out organically, most likely in the conversation, but that's not the focus here. The focus is how are we doing in these areas? And it's a really great way for you to introduce yourself so that, and all the things that you do that you are about, we have a source page where all of our guests share sources that are helpful to them, Um, whether it's for their self-care, whether it's a walk every day, or whether they have a business that might be helpful to helping you go down this, you know, road in wellness or finances or whatever. We have those conversations. We talk about, you know, we talk about all of those things, but the focal point is going to be who you are as a person and walking through these talking points with me. And if you aren't willing to do that, if you just want to get on and talk about your, your brand, I'm not the right fit for you. Um, (laughs) And and that, yeah. And that helps us keep the conversation um, authentic and legitimate because when I started, I mean, I started this, my first full two seasons were just women. I knew (laughs) we're living live everyday lives. None of us are famous, you know, but we're doing this, we're doing the thing every day. And I have three daughters and I'm like, I don't want you to get to my age and have this, you know, two trips to the ER later figuring out, oh, you know, my high blood pressure and my racing heartbeat and all these things are stuffed emotions that I've never walked out and dealt with, that I've never peeled back, that I've never, you know, looked into. I can't tell you how I feel about anything because I'm so focused on how everybody else feels. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want you to do that. I want better for you. And that's, you know, and so, yeah, I, I, and that's what I tell guests when they come on. I'm like, I want this to sound like a conversation the two friends are having together when they meet for coffee or meet for a drink after work or running to each other on a walk. That's, you know, I want it to sound authentic yeah. and, and, you know, and, and safe also, you know, uh, we want to share all types of voices of women and people identify as women and wonderful humans that, um, that, that and know that it's a safe space and a place that women primarily, but anybody can go to our website, find an episode and find somebody they can connect with somebody that, Oh, they get my story. Oh, that sounds like something that would really work for me. And also learn from people that maybe you don't interact with on a regular basis, learn their stories, learn what it's like for them because everybody's story is different. Everybody experience, everybody's experience is different and multi-sectionality plays a role in the effect on our emotional health, the effect on the, boundaries, the effect on what is expected of us. All those things play a role. And so, you know, leaning into that and being like, oh, I don't know anybody with that kind of a background or from that ethnicity or that faith space or that part of the country. I should listen and see what I can learn because we can't show up unapologetically supporting each other if we don't understand and know and are willing to listen and learn from each other. Absolutely. And I so appreciate that you don't read the guest bio because as you say, that's not who you are. That it just quickly reminded me, I did an outward bound course, uh, was a two week Mm. outward bound course when I turned 40. And what I so loved about this is that there were people from all over the country and we were never allowed to say what we did for a living or where we worked. It was just our first name. So, you know, I knew John and Wendy and Becky. Uh, I didn't know anything about them and came to learn who they were through our experiences together. And so that reminds me of, you know, what you're doing here on your podcast is that you're not introducing somebody by who the world sees them as, but rather who 
they see themselves as. Did you start off knowing you wanted to do that or did that come about? We knew that from the get-go because I knew for myself that I was way too identified and caught up in what I was doing and, and who people and what people saw me doing, how much I was doing, how well I was doing it, what my job was, what my cause was. And I'm like, that is not a healthy place to, um, to put your identity in because those things are fleeting and they change mm-hmm. through seasons and time. Sometimes because it's just time for them to change and sometimes because hard things happen, but we need to be really, and so that we're living out of our own expectations versus others, we need to be really informed on who we are as a person, who we, what we care about, what our character traits are, so we can make sure we are engaging in the things that really resonate with us, that are really true to who we are. So I knew that because there's a lot of listen, there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know that. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Talking about a lot of things. So it really became of like, okay, I have, we have this to say, I have to say, how do we differentiate from what other people are doing? Well, A, nobody's taught introducing by character traits. And it really, I will tell you, it makes people stop and think because I tell them, you know, when you get on the podcast, be ready to share your character traits with me that you want me to introduce you by. Mm. And I've had a few people met a lot. I mean, we're we're about to drop our 62nd or 63rd episode tomorrow. Mm. And but a few of those people have started telling me what they do. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I know what you do. I want you to tell me who you are. And they're like, ooh. Whoa. I'm like, yep. And it's because that's the other thing, too, is even though we use that same intro and even though we use the same talking points, every episode's different because every guest is different and every journey is different. And so I was concerned about that early on. I'm like, we're going to play with this and try it. And it's been such a great thing because nothing, you have a few like things that come up that are continual themes you hear over time, but really they just work as a reinforcement Mm -hmm. of, yep, if we're on this path and we're having these conversations and doing these things, these things will come up and they need to. Um, so it hasn't been, so we have, and we aren't getting any feedback that it feels redundant. Mm-hmm. And, but no, I think that we just, you know, how do we set ourselves apart? Well, we're going to, we're going to introduce ourselves by who we are, not what we do, which is very anti-culture <laughs> that we live in. Um, and we're going to provide a sources page. We want people to have an opportunity to share about that. And I will tell you nine times out of 10, like I said, organically, it will come up. And if I've got a, you know, somebody that's got a book or something I feel really passionate about that people need to know about, um, then I will let you know up front, Hey, don't you worry. Yes. Um, if you read the show notes, you're going to get to learn all about how to follow these people, where to find their sources on our sources page. But today we're going to let you get to know them and who they are and what their path has been through these talking points and why they do what they do. And it's going to give you a really good idea of how informed they are about what it is they are doing. So if you decide you want to do something or engage them in some way, you've, got, you've heard their story. You've heard their authenticity, their vulnerability. Um, so that's, I think, what will continue to allow us to sound like a conversation and sound authentic, mm-hmm. is that we will only have guests on that are willing to have those conversations. Have conversations. See, this so aligns with what I believe and think as well. In fact, I just did a blog post that said, uh, I think the title was, an author interview is not about your book. 
Um, yeah. You know, yes, I saw that. Yep. <laughs> it isn't. I think people can read the cover if, or the jacket if they want to find out about the book. They want to know who you are as the author. And I think people continue to buy folks' books because they like the person. Your format, Melissa, also speaks very highly of your ability as a host because, yes, the questions may be the same podcast after podcast, but you, you, you never know what the answer is going to be, and you have to dance with those folks as they present that information. I think that's another reason why your podcast is an award-winning podcast. And so many facets to it that are a little bit unique and that just show off who you are as the host. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, when I know I've done my job, if the podcast, we click, we stop record, and we're done, I'm like, hey, we're done. And like, if they're saying to me, thank you so much, that was so easy, or you made me feel so yes. comfortable, or you made me feel so safe, I'm like, okay, I've done my job. Yep. And we have had things that have come up that I didn't know about in advance. And, and with people I know mm-hmm. that they have revealed, like there's been three to four times specifically that they revealed as we were recording that I was like, Whoa. I did not see that coming, but it was very authentic and very vulnerable. And so then, like, going into that and being like, okay, how do we go from here and frame this to make sure um, they feel continue to feel safe and comfortable? How do we in navigating that properly and appropriately and respectfully? And I always put in the caveat with them, I'm like, listen, if you, you know, if you want to listen back once we have edited to make sure you're comfortable with this mm-hmm. going out in the world, you let me know. We'll let you listen. And there have been a couple of times that people have come back and said, you know, can you take, can we do that? Absolutely. Because the last thing I want is our guests to have something out in the world that they don't feel good about, sure. that they don't feel comfortable sharing. So thank you for that. And that, But that's just something I know from my own experience. But, like, if I were on the other side of this mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a guest, I want to you know, I don't want to be worried about what's going out there. I'm like, oh, God, somebody hears that. What are they going to think or say or whatever? I want them to feel good about it. I agree. So the title of your podcast, The Feel Podcast, F-E-E-L, stands for Finding Empowerment, Embracing Layers. I love embracing layers. How did the title come to you? Well, it was me, myself, and my co-founders, Abby Bacall and Valencia San Luis. They've both gone on to do greater things which is kind of the point with my staff too, is giving them a place to start and practice their skills, but they continue to consult with us and continue to do different things with us. But we were brainstorming one day. We decided we need a catchy, you know, acronym that captures what it is we were trying to do. So I first came up with feel like I want people to start feeling their feelings and their emotions and, you know, and acknowledging them and taking this idea of that there's good or bad emotions. They're just emotions. They're indicators. They're tools. And we've got to take the good, bad, you know, positive, negative connotation off them. So knew I wanted it to be feel. I'm like, okay, within feel, what do we want? And we just started like, okay. And we just played with it through a staff meeting and came up with collectively finding empowerment, embracing layers. And we're, and we go all of us were like, that's it. That's what it is. That's what we want. And um, and then from there, we're like, okay, from that, how, what, what's going to make that possible? And that's when we went into the talking point right. of what, what talking points and things do we need to be discussing in order for us to be able to feel. 
I love this. So it's not just grabbing a microphone and starting to talk. I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes behind creating an award-winning podcast. So let's just switch gears just for a moment here, because I know we're going to have a lot of podcasters listening and potential folks who might be interested in hosting a podcast. And because you're so seasoned at this and do such a great job, any advice for current or potential podcasters, what would you say to somebody who has a podcast and wants to improve it or someone who's thinking about starting one? The biggest thing I would say is get involved in podcast communities early and and follow people like you. Just Google podcast communities and all of these things will come up. I didn't do that um, until really start diving into it till last fall and then really participating in it this spring. And there's just so much, so many resources and just support and affirmations and connections um, that are available through those. So if you are wanting to get in those from day one, even if you don't know how long you want to do it, if you don't know if you want to have sponsors or not, if, whatever it is, don't no matter, get in there because there's just, such it's a really supportive community. There's a ton of resources and thoughts and ideas through that that you can find, even just when you're looking for what equipment to use. I mean, and what's going to be best for you. And I mean, I literally I record in my closet because it has the best acoustics in my house yep. um, and in sound quality. But um, you know, so knowing that and just like you know, finding other people to guest with and have honest guests because guesting as a podcast host is the, the quickest way to get the word out about what you're doing. And getting in communities allows you to find people that are in your neighborhood, in your in your niche that you can exchange ideas with and be each other's guests and support each other's work. Um, those are the people that are in, you know, it's funny because getting people to do reviews on podcasts mm-hmm. is just kind of a weird thing. Everybody I know that has a podcast has trouble. Like you need the reviews for the algorithms, you know, so that they continue to circulate you through on Spotify and Apple and all those. But um, the podcast, other podcast hosts have a really great ear, but they will also, in, you'll invest in each other a lot and give each other feedback and I've made so many connections and new friends through this such super supportive community. Um, so that is that's my biggest recommendation. And just don't be afraid. Yep. I mean, don't be afraid. And but but find there's a lot of people talking about a lot of things out there. So my other thing would be make sure you're really honed in on your purpose um, and stick to that so that you can reach the people you're trying to reach. Um, a lot of people are out there going, just having conversations that you, if you don't go into it with a purpose, it's going to be really difficult to sustain. Yeah. Yes. At that point, it's just something fun to do, maybe a hobby, but, um, yeah. yeah they, so, and you yeah. learn as you go. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just, you really do. I had no idea that I should be trying to guess on other people's podcasts until six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and that was something that I should have been doing, you know, two years ago. And I just didn't know because I didn't get engaged in those communities. So it's just, and just going into these conferences, you get scholarship conferences. There's a lot of virtual conferences now that are either free or very low cost where you connect, you can connect with people. Um, we're in the process of 
um, taking our first two seasons and converting them into book form. Mm-hmm. And I would have never known to do that had it not been for the podcast communities. I mean, last fall, two of the communities I was in and were like, if you have not started doing this with your podcast yet, you're missing a whole group of people and medium to reach with your method. Because you put so much work into it, it's the information is there just waiting to be put into a form. I did that with my patient safety radio shows. Every week I'd be doing a different topic on patient safety and it then it disappeared into the air because it was live yeah. it was live radio. It wasn't even a podcast. Wow. It was on terrestrial oh, wow. radio. I'm like, okay, that one's gone. <laughs> and then it Yeah, yeah, it's content. Exactly. And then it occurred to me, oh, hey, I should uh, gather all this together and transcribe it into text. So brilliant idea. Thank you for suggesting that. So much to know, right? Yeah. Oh, there really is. I know. Learning every day. I know. Well, as we begin to wrap up, anything we missed that you wanted to highlight today? Um, No, just thank you for this time. You can find us at embracinglayers.com. And we also have a Substack. So if you know about Substack and you can join our um, field Substack, it's free and gives you first access to our blogs and our newsletters. But on BracingLayers.com, you can find all of our episodes, our blogs about the episode sources that our guests have given us to use um, to help you, and also our link tree where you can find us on all of the social media. Excellent. All righty, we're speaking with Melissa Crook, host of the Feel Podcast, Finding Empowerment, Embracing Layers, winner of the Positive Change Podcast Award, and her website is EmbracingLayers.com. Melissa, so exciting to meet you. I, mean, I feel like I know you from listening to your podcast, but it's, it's such a different field feel to have this com- <laughs> to have this conversation with you. So thank you so much for joining us, entering the podcast awards, and for this conversation. And let's continue. Anything I can do to help further your message, please let me know. I will, Pat. Thank you so much again for the honor. It means so much to us.